0: What's up, everybody? This is Zach and Amy, Shad and Judah with Be Light. We hope you've been having a fantastic week and awesome Easter and all that good stuff and all that things. Let's get into it. We're talking about spoken word tonight. And without further ado, Shad's going to
1: drop it on you. <laughs> so, you know, I've been following the word solidly for about eight years. One of the things that I've grown in that's really kind of, I found to be really interesting is how much what we say can affect the external environment. Mm -hmm. Um, And this isn't something that's always easy for people to grasp because it's not a natural thing. It's not something that they're going to teach in schools that the words you speak are manipulating the physical world. Or the spiritual world. That's not going to (coughs) happen. But at one point in my walk, I just got to where I asked God to show me how my words have actually affected things. Mm -hmm. And then you realize your words are doing things. And when when he did that, he actually showed me how all through my life I had said things and Mm. how they had been affected. I just didn't notice it as it was happening. Um, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read some scripture from James And I'm going to open the floor for these guys. Okay. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers. For you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, Come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and salt water? Mm. Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives? Or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water.
2: Mm. What was the specific reference for that verse? You said Um, it was James.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It is James 3, verses 1 through 12. Okay.
0: Just to kind of go off of that, um, you were talking about how, like, school or whatever doesn't teach, you know, speaking words and all of that. But the world has, in a way, picked up on that with mind Mm. over matter and all of that. But that is a truth and not the truth. Um, And it was talking about how you know, large ships have small rudders and everything. And we, as humans, we have the tendency of just saying whatever is on our mind. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's automatic, it's mm-hmm. rapid fire. And we have to be at a point where we hold our tongue. Um, I want to say Abraham Lincoln said it once, you know, uh, you speak... If you hold your tongue, you might be considered a fool, but if you speak, there's no he'll, doubt. He'll prove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we these have become such a dominant thing in our lives that we really have to be careful of what we say mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. people want to just fire it off, and then, you know, it, it does the damage, you mm-hmm. know? Or it can bless people. You know, it could lift people up. It could help them. So we have to be conscious of that. And it's a huge thing. I'm glad we're talking about it because we, as just people, not like I'm not even saying Christians, we need to be more conscious of what we're saying. Absolutely.
1: I find it interesting that the scripture said that no man can tame it. Mm -hmm. And what it made me think of, and I didn't think about this before, just a second but Jesus said that he didn't say anything but what he heard the Father saying. Mm. I feel like that's the only way to actually handle this. What can be a very serious problem Mm -hmm. is by understanding how the Father speaks and only speaking like he speaks. And I'll I'll
3: add in on all of that.
1: Um,
3: Because there's Luke 6.45 where it says, A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks so we see in James it speaks of the mouth being evil but Jesus declares the mouth speaks from the abundance of the heart Mm -hmm. so we see the heart is the issue not the mouth itself and the verse he says it says I only say what I hear the father say. I only do what I hear the father do. But people stop there. But the next verse says, and for this reason, the father loves the son that he has shown him all things, revealed all things to him. So we in the same way, he wants to reveal all things to us. He wants us to know all things and people leave it even there and say, "Okay, well, I just have an evil heart. Well, no. Scripture says this is why we need to renew our mind. Scripture says that I'll put a new heart and a new spirit in you. Mm-hmm. When we be- were born again, we get a new heart and a new spirit. So now we are the good. We produce good out of our, mm-hmm. but that's why we have to renew our mind by the washing of the water of the word. We need to change our language mm-hmm. from an yep. earthly language a carnal language that is enmity it says that the carnal mind people think it's their flesh, but it's not. It's the, it's the, the, way the earth thinks the world thinks is enmity is an opposition to God. So we need to change the way we think and we need to get in the word to know how God thinks so we can think as he does. Yeah. But he gives us even his mind. He says, you have the mind of Christ and you understand all things. I think that's in second Corinthians around five near the end. I believe mm-hmm. you can Google it though. It's all I did was Google all these verses. <laughs> um, But he, there's another verse, it says, um, and I'll go into a little bit more of my own stuff, but there's a few verses, it says, the lips of the wise spread knowledge, uh, not so the hearts of fools. That's Proverbs 15, 7, and this is Matthew 12, 34 to 35, this is contrasting, or not contrasting, just the same story as Luke 6, 45, but you see he's talking to um the Pharisees in this subject because he says you brood of vipers how can you speak good when you are evil for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks the good person out of the good treasures brings forth good and the evil person out of evil treasures brings forth evil and last verse uh, James this one I've been meditating on today and I meditate on it a lot but usually only the first portion because I forgot the rest um, but it's James three seventeen says but the wisdom that comes from heaven Is first of all pure then peace loving considerate submissive full of mercy and good fruit impartial and sincere so that's how our our language should sound like all of those things our language should first be pure out of pure motives it should be peace loving not seeking to be right should be considerate understanding where someone is should be submissive not seeking its own full of mercy once again understanding where they are it bears good fruit Uh, I was talking to a friend about this verse today they're just saying the people it they should bear good fruit out of their lives. It's impartial and it's sincere. So it's genuine. You know, when, when we talk, we shouldn't be trying to prove a point, not trying to argue, be right or anything. We should simply be bringing the truth, not trying to win an argument, nothing like that. Um, but what I want to say out of my own life, every time, because I've had a very interesting um, 10 plus years with the Lord. And every time I would come back and get my focus right, he w- the first thing he would always say is he would say, watch what you say. Watch what you say, especially since I came from a very depressed background, uh, full of panic attacks, anxiety. Like clinically, not like oh, I'm just sad. No,
2: yeah.
3: Like they, they're like you depressed. Here's some medication. You are gonna be depressed forever. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm gonna be depressed forever. <laughs> and so coming out of that, even as a kid, um, I he would I would always come back to him. And he'd be like, watch what you say. And he taught me about thankfulness. And and if you read, there's a verse, I don't have time to look it up now, but you can Google it because it's all you got to do. <laughs> it says, um, where Paul talks about, let thankfulness be your dialect, mm-hmm. where that's the message translation, but it still rings true. The verse is talking about, let, um, don't let crude talking, perverse joking be out of your mouth, but yeah. let thankfulness yeah. come from your mouth. So, so. There, there's an importance of what we speak but now we can see that what we speak is from how how, how we think in our heart yeah. you know um, the abundance of what we're, we're saturating ourselves in comes out of our mouth And yeah you can tell when something when someone's like saying something if I'm like oh you shad, you're so ugly you can tell that's just a joke. But if I say something about myself and I continue to say it, even those joking things can become deep seeds yeah. in your heart that one day you're like, am I ugly? <laughs> am I like with my I'll, I'll admit I'll admit something here the Lord's gotten on to me about? My mom, she likes to talk. There's nothing wrong with it. It would irk me and I would jestingly say joking things about her. Um, you know, just like, oh mom, you talk so much things like that. Well, she takes that to heart, even mm-hmm. though I'm in just in joking, just in fun, and I always try to encourage her after, like, I'm just kidding. The uh, Lord's gotten on to me. He's like, you, she takes that real personal, so she has to, like, watch what you're she's saying around you, or she just can't say anything. She gets real tense and anxious. Mm-hmm. You need to watch what you're yeah. saying. You're not meaning anything by it, but it doesn't matter what you mean by it. It's how they take it. It's yeah. just like even with, I'll, I'll admit myself with one more, because I, I, this Lord gets on to me a lot about this stuff. I used to say this, and if I admit this, what I've said about you, um, I used to say, Shad, I would say it jokingly, but I used to say that Shad was like a robot and emotionless, and he was not taking that the way I was saying it. And it literally hurt our friendship, like, bad. It wasn't, like, a little hurt. It was bad. I won't get into the details. But it was bad, but he, he brought it to me. And I was like, oh, man, so, like, you got to watch what you say even when you're joking. And that's coming from someone I joke all the time. And so you even have to watch what you're the power of your words in joking, where you're not yeah. meaning them to have power, but it doesn't matter the power you think you're bringing, it's the power of the one receiving it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, what we'll is talking about, like, like being careful, like even when you're joking and things like that. And it's like, um, I think like this is something that the last few years I've really come to understand the importance of, and I'm still learning about it. Um, but like we were saying, like what, what is in our hearts is coming out of our mouth and like when we're joking about stuff, like, um, I know, and this, this isn't just like a a male thing because girls do this as well, but I know I've heard it where it's like, um, there's this kind of thing with guys where it's like, It's like not understanding how to like show affection. So it's just like, hey man, and like that and I know like as a girl, like it sounds super cheesy talking about, but um it's and but it's um it's kind of like it's like oh we like joke with each other and we banter with each other, but that's how we're showing love. And like Judah was saying, it was like um, you know, like, he was saying these things to you, Shad. And even though it was meant maybe in a joking way or something, it it had a very negative effect. And, <clears throat> I mean, it, this isn't exclusive to, like, one sex or anything like that. Because um, I know there's been this culture of... Um, especially well, like with girls, it's like calling each other um, derogatory things in like a joking, I'm not going to say those words, but, <laughs> um, know what talking about, but I, yeah, y'all <laughs> know what I'm talking about. And it's, you know, just this kind of joking thing, but it's just like, it's like, why, why are you saying that? Like, just, it's like, oh, we're just joking and we're just, and it's like, is there literally nothing else that you could say? And I think, uh, like knowing in our hearts that, um, I mean, you know, the word says for us to love each other as we would love ourselves. And it's seeing how valued we are and how how God talks to us and then being able to say that to other people and about, you know, ourselves. And I think it's, um, I mean, just seeing what the word says about, you know, it's like let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. And I realize that, you know, people have – I mean, you just go on Facebook and you can see how people try to dissect that and make it to whatever they want it to be. And it's like, well, you know, I know that people have different ideas about what is considered unwholesome or whatever. But it's just like, if something that you say could cause me to think negatively about somebody else, like, I don't want to hear it. And um yeah, it's like I should hold myself to that same standard. And um but it's like just knowing like what is what is a better thing that we can say and in growing with the Lord and knowing how He builds people up, like you know, we can do the same. And, um, and Chad, just like you were saying, like, you know, Jesus, he, you know, said only what his father told him to say. And it's like, you know, God, you know, he, he is, his word is filled with good things for us. And there are things that build up and there are things that cut away what we don't need as well. I mean, we can't just... It's like, well, you know, because I think we can take it to the extreme of like, oh, well, you're you're just being sensitive about this. And like, I think you're taking this to the extreme. And I mean, but again, you get on Facebook and you see a whole culture that gets offended about every little thing. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it's like the way that we talk, you know. One, I, this is a side note, I fully believe that taking offense with other things is you being defensive and trying to deflect from something else in your own life. Like, I'm just being honest. Um, But, like, we we just need to learn how there is so much more in the goodness that can come out of our mouth because we are anchored in what God is saying and that's what's going to come out of our mouth. It's like there's this kind of... I know because I felt this way myself. It's like there's so many rules and regulations. It's like don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Don't let this and that and da 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 And it's like that's just allowing... That's just... That's looking at... The law that's looking at it's like these cannots. It's like you need to immerse yourself in the the abundance that your heart should be full of, and there's so much more good that can come out of your mouth. And just knowing what God says about you, you'll be able to say over yourself and that overflow to other people. And there's just there's just so much more good that can come out of our mouths.
1: And one thing I thought of when you were speaking, Amy, um, Scripture says that we'll be held accountable for every yeah. idle word we say. Yeah. And that's actually kind of terrifying. <laughs> and I think um, since Judah brought it up, I actually forgot about that, and so you just said it. But, like, when you were saying stuff like that, like, we – are created in the image of God. And it was like when you said that, like I knew you were joking, but it's like I could feel that word trying to be on me. Yeah. And like that's why we gotta be careful what we say, mm-hmm. because our our strength is in believing we are who God says we are. Yeah. As sons of God and also as the individual He created us to be, we believe who He says we are and then over time the fruit comes and it all manifests. Yeah. But when we say something about someone, about someone's origin, someone's gender, someone's race, someone's whatever and God didn't say that?
2: Mm.
1: Like when if their mind gets twisted up from their actual identity, then they're not going to produce <laughs> the fruit of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, I don't understand the degree of it, but the scripture has to be true. Some way, somehow, we're going to be held accountable for that. <laughs> and, and that's terrifying.
3: And we're not getting, like, immediately people who are oversaturated in not understanding actual grace will immediately say, we're being legalistic. Yeah. But that's actually not true. Most of the things we're saying are saying, and even what Paul said, he was mainly saying, now that you are this, this is how you act. Yeah. He's not saying, act like this, do better, do better. Mm -hmm. He's just clarifying, hey, you acted like this, you were once darkness, but now you're light.
1: Here's how light
3: acts. Here's what we don't say. Here's what we do say. It's. it's I'm just telling you of your actual nature. But the words are very important. If I could search just the power of words and literally have an entire (laughs) page of verses that are about the word from the old testament to the new testament i just want to read a few of them that i, I found uh it's first peter three ten, for whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech colossians 4 6 let your conversations always uh, be always full of grace seasoned with salt so that you may know to how to answer everyone so if you want to know how to answer everyone Always speak to, full of grace and season with salt. So preserving, bringing life. That's good. Um, Ephesians 4.29, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building up uh, others up according to their needs, that it may be benefit for those who listen. For those who listen. So I don't think that's just the person who's hearing it, but even those who are around them when you're saying it. Proverbs 10.19, sin is not ended by multiplying words but the prud- the prudent meaning the wise hold their tongues that's because we're judged by every word that we're going to say um, the soothing tongue is a tree of life but the perverse tongue crushes the spirit mm-hmm. so if you can tell what tree or what stream you're speaking from by the fruit that you bear just like when I was by the way we've, we're we not dealing with that anymore Shad and I we're, we're way past that um, but, you know, looking back, we can see I was speaking from a perverse tongue. I was not speaking from the tongue of the Lord. I'm not afraid to say that because that's not who I am. That's not who he is. Um, the heart of the righteous weighs its answers, but the mouth of the wicked gushes evil. So it's right. There's there's so many verses. Like, I can keep going. There's, a, there's one more I wanted to find. Those who guard their mouths keep their tongues uh, and keep their tongues Keep from calamity That's Proverbs 21, 23 Oh, and this is another Proverbs 26, 20 Without wood, a fire goes out Without a gossip, a quarrel dies down mm-hmm. Proverbs 31, 26 Speak, She speaks with wisdom And faithful instruction is on her tongue Let's see, there's one more Oh, yeah. Proverbs ten or Proverbs 18, 20 through 21. From the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled. With the harvest of their lips, they are satisfied. The tongue has the power over life and death, mm-hmm. and those who love it will eat its fruit. Mm-hmm. So you're producing fruit by what you speak. We're pro- every day we speak, we're producing fruit. So we have to... We're not speaking from a legalistic way. We're speaking from know the power. If he says that he spoke the world into existence and we're made in his image, if he can speak a world into existence, say light be, and we're made in his image, come on, guys, let's think yeah. about this for yeah. a second. Yeah. Yeah. And this is Proverbs 17, 27 through 28. The one who has knowledge uses words with restraint, and whoever ever has understanding is even-tempered. Even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. That's just showing you right there. So there's there's a few keys. One, you have to understand your mouth doesn't speak like a on out of control. It just takes control of you. And oh, I just can't control what's coming out of my mouth. No, we've learned that's not true. It's out yeah. of the heart. The mm. abundance of the heart that you speak And you learn how to control what you speak from the knowledge of your heart. You learn how to use the abundance of your heart by gaining knowledge and wisdom. We've seen that from multiple scriptures I've just (laughs) stated, Mm -hmm. that one who has wisdom and knowledge is restraint. You think, you meditate on what you say before you say it. Mm -hmm. But a fool just speaks whatever's on their head and then just, whatever will be, will be (laughs) with it, and they don't care. But we are not those people. We are wise. Mm-hmm. We are full of knowledge. We have the mind of Christ. We have a new heart. So I'm not speaking to you. We're not speaking to you from a place of do better. We're saying this is who we are, guys. Let's act like it. Yeah.
0: Um, just going off some of the verses, Proverbs is a great place Amen. Yes. <laughs> to see the juxtaposition of wisdom and foolishness. Yes. And thoroughly, the more you read it, the more you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: and uh, like
0: it, it. it's just really good to just get in there and it deals a lot with actions and language and all of that. But I, I highly suggest just get the Bible app, just hit play and just like, oh, <laughs> like the first time I, I read, I, heard, I listened through it. I was just like. Okay. <laughs> but it's very very good. It it helps like have that line of what is what. Let's get to the next part, Chad. Well,
2: like just like with proverbs like um I mean having the wisdom of God like pro- there's a lot of proverbs that it talks about like knowing these things will bring health to your body. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like a lot of the things that we say, even thoughts that we entertain, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's things that cause stress. Stress can cause all kinds of health issues. Mm -hmm. And then speaking negative things over our bodies, you know, have an effect as well. And it's, it's having that wisdom understanding that your words do have that much power and it's like what I say affects my body. Yeah, it does. It and really does. It, it does. And like the Proverbs is, is filled with that, that having that wisdom actually can affect you in your physical body. It's just, it's so important. It really mm-hmm.
1: is. know it. So, um... I was on lunch today, and I had an idea for something I wanted to do. Um, Years ago, I I saw a preacher speak one time, and he talked about reading a scripture and thinking of the words as inverted, like the reciprocal of those words. Um, You think of math, and you see 3 times 4 equals 12. If 3 times 4 equals 12 then rev- the reverse also has to be true. So mm-hmm. 12 divided by 4 must be 3. So what I've done is just pulled up some Scripture, a lot of it common Scripture, um, but I've taken some of the words and given their reciprocal meaning, and they have to be true, and everything I have here will be can be backed up by other Scripture, but sometimes we'll get too familiar with Scripture. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing this to try to help us to see things differently. Mm-hmm. So for an example, Matthew 18, 18 says, truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. You know, that if you start to learn that, that's awesome. Like whatever God has for us, like we can we can access it. We can call it down. But what happens if you put an inverse in there? Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in hell, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in hell. That's not good. Actually, it's very, it's, it's very good if you're binding it, but if you're using your mouth to loose it, mm. you loose in hell on your own life, loose in hell on your friends' and family's lives because you think you're making a joke, that's not a good thing.
2: Mm.
1: So, moving on. 1 Peter 3.10 For whoever desires to hate life and see bad days, let him keep his tongue in evil and his lips speaking deceit. Proverbs 21.23 Those who don't guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves in calamity. Proverbs 18.20-21 From the fruitlessness of their mouth, a person's stomach is left empty. With their harvest devoured, with the locust of their lips, they are left unsatisfied.
2: Mm. With it the th- locusts of their good. lips. thats <laughs> I, I mean, l- that well, way. it's like literally releasing something that can eat away.
1: Yeah, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this part I didn't modify, but we didn't need to. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who hate it. Actually, I did modify it. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who hate it will not have fruit. That's, what I, that's the way I modified that one. Proverbs twelve thirteen. The just are freed by the obedience of his lips, but the, diso- the disobedient shall fall into trouble. And this is the end one here. If you do not declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, or believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be damned. And it has to be true. Yeah. And the reason I put that there, the last one, as the Mac Daddy end. Mac Daddy. (laughs)
3: Okay.
1: Okay. Ultimately, almost everything in our opposition against the enemy comes down to whether or not we believe God is sovereign for us willing and able to handle the situation that we're facing. Mm -hmm. And the scripture and its purity is wanting us to say that Jesus is on the throne and he's been raised from the dead and we're raised with them above everything the enemy could possibly do. Mm -hmm. And when we say that and we believe that we overcome whatever we're facing. But the truth is most people on earth, but most people in the church are not overcoming because they do not speak like that. Because they actually don't believe God is going to come through for them. Mm-hmm. And I think about the children of Israel. Does anyone remember why it took them so long to get through the wilderness?
0: Because they didn't believe the report and they complained. Yeah,
1: exactly. And later on, it, now this might be Ephesians. It might not. I don't remember exactly in that New Testament. The verbiage says that they limited God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They limited God with their mouths. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got.
0: Just like hearing it like the opposite way is really scary.
3: <laughs> like,
0: like the,
2: it makes me want to go read the original and then read how you inverse it. But like that locust thing, like that got me. Like, that was wow.
3: There's actually a verse, I think it's in Habakkuk. He says, I will be the God that you said I am.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to act like you said I am. Yep. Is literally how he acted. He's like, You say I'm like this? Okay, I'll show you what that's actually like then. yeah. Um, so, granted, now we have Christ, um, and he's decided only to act one way. you act in opposition to him that's your fault (laughs) Um, because he's given his son yeah Uh, just
0: uh, words so important like I know we're saying all of this I like I know early in our relationship like I I was just thinking of this uh, since Judah confessed some things I'll confess some things like, anytime something would go wrong, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm a bad boyfriend. (laughs) Like, I would say that all the time. Like, if anything went wrong or it was like, oh, well, I'm about to get in some opposition with Amy, well, I'm gonna throw the trump card out there. Because I knew I wasn't a bad boyfriend. But it was like, okay, I'm gonna get her to shut up by doing this, just being honest.
2: Well, and, like, in that part of our lives like there was so much manipulation going on that we Mm -hmm. didn't even understand yeah like it was it was very much there but and it was coming from both sides Mm -hmm. that was really something that god dealt with me about like when we would because you can have confrontation with somebody but there's a healthy way to have confrontation and there's also not getting offended about every little thing. Yeah. But, like, it just, like, when you're using your words to try to guilt someone, to try to, um, I know a lot of times it's like, okay, I did something wrong, but I'm going to point out, like, the five things that you're doing and probably something that you did, like, two weeks ago, Kind of like, (laughs) and I mean, it's just, did it help? No, it furthered the argument. It created more division. Your words can create division. Uh And I mean, especially, I mean, we're talking about a married relationship, but it can be in any relationship. I mean, you guys were talking about in your own friendship, having, you know, Difficulties that just came from words that you said, mm-hmm. and um you know it's it's deciding what is more important, and it's like should what comes out of my heart to build up this per like what comes out of my heart, what comes out of my mouth it should be to build up this person, I shouldn't have animosity towards this person that I'm saying. Like with Zach and I, I'm wanting to, you know, spend my life with. I'm literally, you know, living with him, and it's like married to me. <laughs> you <is> mine, I <laughs> <is yours. Forever>. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, it's like your your words are building your relationship. They're literally an investment mm-hmm. into how your, you know, future, future is out. gonna play out
0: one thing that was just popping in my head over and over um, that you you brought up um, our words should be like we should be peacekeepers like Mm -hmm. we should be doing that over being right yeah that's That's a huge thing because everybody I know myself (laughs) included I love being right yeah Yeah. I love being right it's like one of my favorite things in the world (laughs) But hearing that, it's just like, is being right more important than being in God's peace? Yeah. And it's like, no. It's like, all right, guy, we got something to work
3: through. <laughs> and yeah, the Lord told me a long time ago, you can be completely wrong about being right. Yeah. Because your motives. Mm-hmm. It all comes down, that's why it says uh, abundance of the heart. That's the motives. Mm -hmm. What it really underlying with words is what are your motives? What is your, what's your intention? What, what's your backing, your belief of your words? What's the source? What's your motive? Just like with manipulation, gaslighting, all these things. What's your motive? Your motive is not good. So let, let's simplify it. Let your motives be good when you speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that'll change everything you speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want to do your last part?
1: Um, yeah. I'm going to do something else first. And you have to pray. pray. I can do that. <laughs> um, you have to do everything. Sure. Judah, you were talking about that verse earlier. Was that Malachi? Uh, it's Habakkuk. Habakkuk. I believe in Habakkuk, yeah. Okay. Um, scripture says, in our tongue is the power of life and death. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, and have been thinking, like, when these thi- when things bad happen in our life, the common response from man is, "Why, God?"
2: Mm.
1: But it should be, "Why, God?" because he's given us his power. Mm-hmm. He's mm. given us the power of life and death. So, yep. we're sh- He said, "I'll be the God you say I am." Oh. So, like if you say he's X and X happens, it's cuz you s- you said it. Like God God scripture says that he inhabits the prayers of his people. He inhabits the praise of his people. Mm -hmm. What if God just inhabits the words of people? Mm -hmm. And it's like it's not his character. I'm not saying it's his character to do bad, but he's inside our words.
2: Well, it's like you're gonna experience the God that you believe. And like what you're saying is what you're saying your experiences
3: We're made in his image. Yeah. And he said, aren't ye gods? Yeah. Which Jesus was quoting in an Old Testament verse where he literally said, aren't you gods? We're made in his image. That means we have the same abilities as him. It's not that he's backing every word and he's like, oh, that's a bad word. I'm going to back it. I'm going to back it. Mm. He's just given us the source. Mm. It's like he's an outlet. We plugged in and we're choosing yeah. what we use that power for. Whether mm-hmm. for good or evil, that's why he he differentiates it. He's like, out of the good man, this will be produced. Out of the evil man, this will be produced. Mm-hmm. Both the same power, different motives, different intention, yeah. different hearts.
0: You said X, like God is X or whatever. X. X. It's gonna give it to you. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I knew you were say. <laughs> but we, I missed something. We were we were talking like words. Move that, part words. that <laughs> <laughs> It literally says in the beginning, the word was God, and God was the word. A word was with God. Mm-hmm. Like that says it right there. Yeah. The way He created everything was through words, mm-hmm. and if we're made in His image, we have that same power and just go a little bit further you were talking about how people don't believe in the power of prayer or don't believe x y and z it's because the church has gotten to a certain point where it's okay we're going to you're going to come in sunday and we're going to make you feel real good you're going to feel good when you walk out of here because it's the feel good message is not mm. i know i'm i'm, I'm hitting some people are losing some smiles right now <laughs> but it is so important to know how the kingdom works. It is not logical. It is not a logical kingdom. And that's why it works. But we have to be good stewards. We have to go into the word for ourselves. Our pastors are not going to do it for us. They shouldn't have to do it for us. But mm-hmm. so many people expect, "Ah, oh, well, the preacher man going to get me saved this Sunday. I did a lot of bad things this week. It's not his job. It's your job. It's my job to keep myself It's your job to keep yourself, and if we're not believing, you know, when we pray, God hears all of that, you know? God hears all of that. Why aren't we believing it? It's because we're not filled enough with his truth to back up what we're asking for. It's like, okay, God, uh, you know, I I need some healing, you know, and that's something that I've, for the longest time, like, I pray for healing all the time. You know, for myself, for Amy, for everybody. That's that's one of the hardest ones to just keep believing. But it's that seventh time. You know, it's that seventh time, it's that seventh day, whatever it is, like you just gotta keep pressing and just believe that God is God is truthful to his word. His mm. word does not return to him void.
1: Amen.
2: Like you were saying like like the kingdom of God is not Logical, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: but um, like when we when we identify ourselves with him and with Christ, we realize that the logic of the world is not how God thinks. But it's like um, we uh, talked about this. I think it was last week we were talking, um, the word righteousness came up and it was like one of the definitions was a, a practical way of living and just the way that we're talking, it's a practical everyday thing. And God has given us not only his word for us to speak over ourselves, but with his Holy Spirit, you know, throughout my day you know he's guiding me in what i should or shouldn't say and it's like there's it's a two-fold thing and even though it like as we're talking about this like it may seem like a difficult thing but the more you I know Judah brings this up all the time and I love it so much because it's the truth. It's just the more that you realize your identity and that you do have this power with your mouth and how important it is to realize who you are and who God says you are, you know, all of those good things will flow out of you. And, um... I had a situation with a kid at work today or yesterday. Um, He was upset about something and he kept saying, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. And, um, and honestly, the situation, he wasn't able to finish an assignment because his partner wasn't helping him. It wasn't his fault. He was actually trying to work. But somehow something happened where he convinced himself that, I wasn't able to do this on my own, even though other people were distracting me. Um, it means that I'm stupid, and that was some lie that the devil fed him. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, I I told the kid like I was like, you keep, you can't keep telling yourself that you'll believe that. And I was like, you're not, you're not stupid. You are smart. He is a very smart kid. And it's like just, just one little situation, one word the devil will use to try to plant these negative things and we will try to rehearse it and then it's in our hearts and then it comes out of our mouth. Mm-hmm. And so like out of the abundance of our heart, we have to guard our hearts if that's where it's coming out of in the first place. We have to guard our hearts mm-hmm. and... um cuz like we keep talking about it's, it's like okay well I'm I ain't going to cuss I ain't going to do that and it's like it's like look in the heart cuz that's where the source is of everything that you're saying it's like look at the logic that you're lining up with look at you know what is your first response whenever um a negative situation comes up because that's what's in your heart it's not about, okay, I'm going to wait until the negative thing happens. It, it's like, look at your heart and let God change your heart.
3: And can I go one more time? Yeah, yeah. You good? One more again. Go. One last mo' again. Okay. Uh, it says, guard your heart above all else, for out of it flows the issues of life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, what I want to press again, once again, it, it's your heart. But Scripture says you have a new heart, yeah, new spirit. Um, you're a new creation. You're new. And I know usually when, we, when people talk like this, we for some reason go to the negative. Um, but what I'm encouraging, what we're encouraging you to do. Is not to go to the negative and, and think, oh, I gotta watch my words, go, okay. make sure, make sure, oh, uh, that's yeah. something bad. Oh no, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Because he's not giving you a spirit yeah. of fear, but of power, love, and a sound Amen. mind. So, what we're encouraging you in is there's power in your words. So, oh my gosh, I, are you telling me I can say you're amazing to like every person and it affects them? Are you telling me I can say these things? I can lay my hands, say, be healed in Jesus' name, and He will because there's power in my words? Are you telling what? Are, you, are you, mm. We need to think about that. The Lord wow. once told me, He's like, He's like, everyone has these negative what ifs, but what if we had good what ifs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if my day goes good? Yeah. What if everything I ever wanted in my life happens? What if, <laughs> what if we started thinking that way? So, what we're leaving you with is not a, oh, I gotta watch my words, I gotta make sure I do better, gotta get a good, no. Get your eyes off of yourself. Get yeah. them onto Jesus yeah. completely oh, and wholly onto Him. You don't need to specialize in your words. You get them onto Him. Fill yourself with, because you know where you get good words, it's from the Word, Revelation 19. And then upon His side, is written His new name, the Word of God. <laughs> and then John said, in the, in the mm-hmm. beginning was the Word, because He got the revelation about Revelation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word. So you look at the Word, let Him fill your mouth with words, let Him fill you with words. There's a quote I love. I don't care who said it. I know one person said it but it says he his word the word became flesh that so your flesh might become the word. And so we need to not look at try to I'm not, we're not saying do better. We're just giving you what happens if you don't watch your words if you're yeah. lazy. Yeah. If you just go flippantly about life, But we're saying look to the source of life, look to the source of all good, look at the source of the word and get your mind so wrapped up in oh my goodness, there's so much power in the good mm-hmm. sense in my words. And I can look at people, and I've had people's day changes because I said, you know what, just randomly, just look at them and say, I think you're pretty amazing. And they're like, you don't know what's going on in my head. Man, this ball. And I'm like, literally said three words. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but you don't know. You don't know Like if you you don't know until you do that, until you really see someone and just say, man, you're amazing. I think you're wonderful. I think I, you don't got to know how to prophesy. Just simply say things like that over and over to someone. And that's the word of the Lord. Man, you're amazing. You're wonderful. You're gonna go places. I believe you're smart. You're intelligent. I think you can, and you might actually end up prophesying. I've had that happen. I've just started saying someone's wonderful, and then the word of the Lord just starts talking through me. And I'm like, Did you hear what I just said? That was the Lord. I'm amazed, you're amazed, we're amazed. But I'm just saying, like, don't focus on the negative. We're not saying to focus on the negative. We're simply giving you what happens Mm -hmm. if you're lazy, if you're flippant about your life. Be intentional.
1: Yeah. Um, since since Judah went there, I didn't think about that. Um, whenever I'm talking about stuff like this, I very often focus on the negative. But I want to say there's a reason why I do that. It's because in the past couple of years, the Lord has really shown me how, um, how powerful we are. And how much responsibility we have in causing our destiny to manifest and causing our life to be good. The reason why I spun most of the stuff to be negative is because most people don't understand they are the reason um. why their life sucks. <laughs> so, like, yeah. what, what Judah said, I'm 100% in agreement with Judah. Yeah. Like, I'm we're teaching this so that people will speak life. I don't want people to be afraid yeah. of the word. It's mm-hmm. just that... I want people to see in scripture that there may be there is. If your life is bad, there is a tie to you doing something. It's not somebody else. It's you. (laughs) And I'm not again. I'm not attacking. It's just that freedom. That's freedom. It feels like it's heavy, but it's not. Because when you realize my actions and belief cause this mess, then you also know my actions and beliefs can relieve this mess. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's, That's. Yes. You said there's, we've said power, power. We have, you know, responsibility. There once was a wise man that said, with great power
3: <laughs> oh comes great God. responsibility. <laughs> 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 it's flip. And, it, all right. One last, one last, one last, one last. Yeah, go ahead, uh, man. Okay. Um, it says, a fool bla- uh, ruins his life and blames God. Mm. Uh, so the inverse is true A wise man can fix his life <laughs> So if And you praise were, God Yeah If you were a fool and you ruined your life See that's what we're trying to say It's so freeing to know Like once we Because we've all had this revelation Because mm. I used to out, Man they, they ruined my life You don't know what they did to me You don't know what they did to me You don't know what happened to Come me you don't. But it happened past. They did it but why am I still letting it affect me
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: currently, yeah. present tense? So we can choose to say, yeah man, this did happen to me, but I have learned so much from that. I'm thankful that I can move on from that, and I understand and even see where they were hurt, and you can totally have a mind of compassion on those people and be free from that and say, yeah, "Yeah, and I did let it affect me for a while, but now I've just decided, I, 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 I've decided, I've decided, chosen, I forgive them, I understand where they're coming from, and I'm going to live better, and I am actually going to learn from that, and I'm going to actually be able to now... You flip it. Now I have a place of compassion. I can understand when I see someone else who's hurt like that, I can understand it because I've Mm -hmm. been through the same thing and I then can bring them out. So what if we started thinking like that? Instead of thinking, oh, they did this to me and we just leave it there.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, they done did it. So don't did, done, let it keep doing it to you. Wake up. Decide not to, and it, it sounds hard because we've we've built strongholds. But the weapons of, are are not carnal, but they're mighty through God for the pulling down yeah, of yeah, said yeah. strongholds. Cast down every vain thought and imagination, every vain thought and imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ, against the knowledge of what the Savior, the Anointed One, has done for you. Anything that it's, that that exalts itself above God and tries to make it rise above what He's already done. It, I don't. Not that I don't. It doesn't, and the long grand scheme of things, what happened to you when you were younger happened. What happened to you last week happened. But Christ has set you free. He can set you, he has set you free emotionally, physically, spiritually. He can heal every single wound until you completely see. If he can hang on a cross and say, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do then I'm sure he can bring you to a place where you can see that they didn't know what they were doing. Because if anyone truly had a revelation of God, there would be no evil on the world. in the world. Oh. And if Stephen could be stoned and stoned to death and say, Lord, do not hold this against them because they don't know what they're doing, That's two times we've seen the mindset of heaven is to see from an eternal perspective, not a limited, finite perspective. We must see from heaven. We must see their true destiny. We can no longer look according to the flesh. It says not even to regard Christ any longer according to the flesh. So we don't look at what they've done. We see them solely through destiny of Christ Jesus and what he's done. Not through what they've done to you, but what he's done for them. Amen. And that'll change your perspective, and you'll be free, and you'll have compassion on your family that didn't raise you right, on your dad that left you, on your mom that left you, on, on this situation and that situation. I understand they're hard, and I'm not saying just pick up, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. I'm going to say it. I say it every video. I'll say it all the time. You go to Jesus. We're not your saviors. Mm-hmm. We're pointing. We point to him, but if you only go to us and then look at him from afar and don't go to him, what we're saying is not helpful. But you would go to him and have no need for man to teach you, for God will teach you. Mm -hmm. That's all we do. Any wise man only points to Christ. They don't become Christ in your life.
0: Amen. Woot.
3: Tag.
1: (laughs) All right, we're going to move on to the end here so we can actually close. God willing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll scoot back. Man, <laughs> meat. <laughs> um, so I just want to pull a life, a real life example of something that happened to me a few years ago. Um, I've mentioned a few times on the show, and I'm sure I will mention in the future because it's a strong reference point in my life. In 2016, I hit bottom. It was probably the worst year I've ever had in my life. And I can't pin down, like, a thing that made it bad because it was like everything in my life was going bad. There was nothing right, and I was extremely frustrated with God. Um, I had to leave the church I was a part of, and I was joining in a new body where I basically knew no one. And I was at this gentleman's house, and I think it was the first time I ever went to his house. It might have been the second time, but the service ended, and they were about to start praying over one another. And I didn't want anything to do with it. And the reason I didn't want anything to do with it is um, I was just really uncomfortable about having people that I don't know pray and prophesy. Like, I didn't know anyone in this house, and they're about to start prophesying. I didn't want that. I walked outside, and I just started unleashing my anger, I guess, in a way. Um, someone Someone called me, and, like, I was just so angry on the phone with them, and I'd been angry for months. And when I got off the phone, I just felt like the Lord said, you need them to go pray for you. So I walked in the door, and at this point in my life, I was... I'm always blunt, but like I had no tact right then. I just walked straight in that house and I sat right in that chair and I was like, I'm ready for you to pray for me. (laughs) And (laughs) so all these people prayed for me. And then the man on the house, which I believe is probably a prophet, he pulled me aside, not knowing me at all. And he just called, he had my mail. And he just, he came and he told me that. The way he told, basically told me, basically, I need to shut up. He said, "I need, I almost need to stop talking because where I'm at right now, and the way that I'm speaking, if I continue, I might not live." Is what he told me. Mm. <laughs> and but that night was a very huge turning point in my life because I knew that I just could not keep going the way that I was going and I wasn't necessarily trying to be defiant to God. like I'm, I was trying to be in God's will. I was just angry at him because I didn't trust him at all. you know just like the Israelites walking around in that desert wondering what the heck is going on. I was I was done. I was tired of it. And so that night helped me to see where I actually was. And I, so the next day, you know, I started reading Exodus and just seeing exactly how those Israelites were and how they roamed for 40 years and all the things they did that irritated God, which were all the same things I was <laughs> doing. Um, so that was about two and a half years ago. And where I'm at right now, as these people in this room know and other people that are, are close to me know, A two and a half year turnaround has been, it's been insane. And now we're out of the desert and we're starting to take land almost, almost weekly, almost daily. It seems like sometimes (laughs) like not everyone knows what I'm talking about, but almost every single day God is doing something that's adding to the destiny that I feel like he called me to years ago. Mm -hmm. And just saying all this to say that our words matter and we are going to trust God and believe that he is leading us where we want to go because he put it in our hearts anyways, or we're going to believe he took us into the desert to die, Uh just like the people of Israel said. And guess what? He let them die in the wilderness. Yep. (laughs) He let them die. (laughs) There are so many of us that die without inheriting the promised land. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) Wow. Mm. Well, unless anyone has something else they want to say, I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. Father, God, I just thank you that you are good. You are a good, good father, and you know exactly what you're doing. So, God, I just thank you for helping everyone, all your children, you know, use this message to just Let people know that you can be trusted and that our words matter and you can teach us every day, day by day, to walk in that, to walk in your word, to not speak our words but to speak your word. And um, it's not your desire for any to perish and it's really not your desire for any to perish in the wilderness separate from the promised land you called them into. So, yeah, I just thank you for being a good father and I thank you for helping your children to understand this In Jesus name Amen.
0: thanks everybody for watching make sure you like you share subscribe we have a podcast version as well if you are at one of those jobs you get to listen to things uh, while you work I've never had one of those but you know whatever <laughs> you can do that uh, it's on all all the podcast services so check it out there uh make sure you just share the good news every day every day that jesus loves somebody and he wants you he wants you (laughs) he got you bro (laughs) all right everybody this has been zach
2: and amy
1: shad
0: and judah have a blessed week goodbye